Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The trailer booking and Billy Bones A Paolo Gigano West Ham United We celebrate our victories Stick together in defeat. I'm proud of our history. West Ham United, more than just a podcast. More than just a podcast. Good evening, good afternoon, or good morning. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast, podcast, can't get you ever changing, podcast. <laughs> it is season 13, 13 years, and it is episode 20 uh, already. The Boochies are not here. Uh, they're they're in Butlins, having a lot of time of their life in Butlins. The bastards. Um, and uh, obviously, Nigel's still in Weymouth, and... But we've got Lenny Boy here. Canning Town Lenny. Yeah, I'm here. Where are you and what are you doing? I'm in the studio. Um, I forgot to put the heating on. And I've, I'm coughing, really. So I'll be hitting the mute button quite a bit. All right, okay. So we'll, we'll see how well I do. Okay. Well, just so you didn't hear us too, um, we've invited a, uh, a special presenter. Uh, you know him as Crazy Nick, Conspiracy Theory Nick, or Anti Moyes. Agenda, Nick. It's Nick Killington from Clarendon Booze. Hello, everyone. You all right? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm legally obliged to ask you, where are you? What are you doing? Uh, me, I'm, uh, well, I'm not as cold as Len. My, my, my bottom half where I come, I'm in my loft office, but it's uninsulated. It is quite cold up here. So I've got a, a nice electric heater pressed against my legs as we speak. Oh, what, a, what an image for our listeners. Yes. Do, do you yes. listen to this podcast? Do you know? Do you know? I do. You do? do yeah. yeah. Okay. He references it. You're what you're saying, you don't listen to him. I, I generally what? take clips of you and take the piss out of you on it. Show. Oh, do you? I, 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 yeah. I, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, no, it's no disrespect, as you know. I don't actually do YouTube, so I know I don't yeah. listen. Occasionally I do, if, uh, but only just to wind up people I know that are on, if you know what I'm saying. Yes, yes. No names intended. Uh, or, or occasionally you ring me up to go on your show and then go, oh, you've just rung in, Sean. And I go, oh, yes, I've just rung in. <laughs> Who is this speaking? <laughs> It's Nick. Oh yes, I've just rung into your phone-in show. Do you know what? That's how um, they all do it. Um, talk that was a lot. The... the last time you phoned in, Sean. Sorry, was when you gave me the exclusive that that Harry Maguire was signing. <laughs> yeah, 
don't yeah, listen to shit. He's reliable. Look. Yeah, reliable. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, welcome, Nick. Welcome, 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 welcome. Glad We've to be here. We've got some football to talk about. Well, you games. say that. We've got mm. two games. Uh, the first one is I'm going to take you back to um, last Thursday, actually, in Serbia and talk about a riveting game we had against uh, TSC Topola Backer. Have I said that right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Well, look, Nick, you, did you go? Did Or did you watch no. it? We, we have to ask, no. did you watch it? Because sometimes on the podcast, people go, nah, nah I couldn't be I, asked. I did, I did watch it, yeah. Um, but there wasn't really much. I mean, the, the, the game started in the 89th minute, didn't it? I mean, that was pretty much, that was pretty much it. There was... It was a it was a dreadful dreadful performance. It was awful. One of the worst games. After watching Burnley, I thought we can't get much worse than that. And then and then you know enter TSC, and it was a shocking, absolutely shocking performance. And I know that that was kind of the fourth game. That was a fourth win on a spin, wasn't it? Did that mark the well, fourth? Yeah, I mean, obviously. Thomas Suchek to the rescue in the 89th minute. I mean, yeah. it, it it was probably a bit unfair to say it only started on the 89th minute. We we, <laughs> I, I would say you know we got going maybe maybe on the 80th minute. Maybe would, maybe would that be unfair? The last 10 minutes we sort of we were a bit lucky. Let's be honest. Um, shall I give you a stat attack? Go on. Go on. West Ham had 58% possession to their 42 at home. We had seven shots, three of them on target, young Nick, to their nine shots and three on target. (laughs) We had eight corners, eight to their one. And we committed 17 fouls to their 11. Dirty, dirty West Ham. What went wrong, Nick? The game by numbers. Uh, Well, what what went wrong? What went right? I, I I don't know anymore. I I, I really don't. I mean, look, as you, as you all know, anyone that watches the the, the channel like Sean doesn't. Um, we we're very much. It's not so much I'm anti Moyes. I'm oh, pro. Oh, ent- come on, I'm, I'm, come on, really? I'm pro. I'm pro entertainment. Oh um, right. Which which oh, which means right. that, which means you're anti Moyes. <laughs> which means that by default I'm anti Moyes. Right. Um, we call it, it spade the here, right? You're anti Moyes. It's so difficult though to watch this, isn't it? It's getting yeah, but it's just getting, just be free, just be free. Harder. Go. I don't like David Moyes. Well, no, everyone don't hide I, I don't, behind it, Nick. Just go. Yeah, but, I don't what, like yeah, but what I won't do when David Moyes is gone, I didn't like Sam Allardyce and I didn't like Kerbishly really because of the football. <gasps> once they once they was gone, they was gone. Um, it's not personal. I hate the style of football. I don't like pragmatic football. I don't particularly for my club. David Moyes. Sorry? If you met David Moyes while shopping at, I know, Lidl or Iceland, right? Yes. Would you shake his hand? Uh, I wouldn't go out of my way to shake his hand, no. But then again, I'm not I'm not rude. I, I, would, I probably you, would if you put his hand out. Would you be a, be, take be a, a selfie? Very, it'd be a very firm handshake. It would. Be a would, very would you do a selfie with him? No, not a chance. Would you tell him what you think of him? Yeah. Uh, would you abuse... introduce yourself? Do you think he knows yeah. you, Sean? Do you I'll, know? tell you what, I'll tell you what I wouldn't do. I wouldn't abuse him, like shout at him down the street. But if I got into a conversation with him, then I would tell him what I thought. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, Nick, 100%. I've told you this off air. Go on. And I told you this last week. He knows who you are. Does he? Good. He does. He does. does he, the cunt! <laughs> does he? Uh, does he? Does he like the donkey? Is he? Uh, is he quite? quite I don't know. All I know is, don't you know? The players and 
the coaches and the club know what's going on on social media. And some of it is briefed and some of it they go out their way. You know, Sam Allardyce went out his way and his wife told him off. He used to read KMB forums that were slagging him off. Oh, really? And he saw the forums. He read articles that I wrote on, on Clarence Hugh. You know, Sam Allardyce um, took it all to heart and was, was very au fait with what was going on in social media. Oh. Um, I, imagine, I, I, imagine Sam sitting there comfort eating. Yeah. Because uh, something Nigel said to him. There's your ruddy bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> With, with a tub of ice cream in front of him and a scoop, not a spoon. Don't, don't get me wrong. I don't <laughs> think David Moy spends his time on Twitter or Facebook no, or I YouTube. But I'm told you, Nick, and Clarence Booze have reached the club's attention. We've ruffled a few feathers. <clears throat> I don't know about ruffled a few feathers, but reached the club's attention. There's maybe a one raised eyebrow, Nick. Yeah, that's fine. That's well, that's better than no raised eyebrows. Yeah, so well, Brady out there. I don't I'm, think she can move her fucking face. Uh, yeah, imagine a bit like if you remember Roger Moore, right? One yeah. eyebrow just raising on its yeah, yeah, independently yeah. on its own. Yeah. In, look, but in... look, but at the end of the day, I mean, if anything, that's um, that's that's, that's a compliment, not, isn't it? It's not, no, no, but it's not a compliment. Look, at the end of the day, I think if you look at the channel and the traction that we get, you know, with with viewers, I mean, you've only got to go back and look at the show that we did last night. If they were to read. <laughs> Even if you're not listening to me, you're not listening to to what we're saying. It, just listen to the people that phone in. Look at the comments that you're getting. Um, uh, you know, it, there is a lot of strong feeling uh, uh, around this at the moment. Controversy was, sells. You know it, this, Nick. You're it, not stupid. Controversy not, sells, right? And I told you this before, right? Controversy. Uh, yeah, but controversy, the thing is, yeah. if it's controversial to hate um, to hate this style of football, I don't. I, I think it's more. Uh, it's more controversial to. Not be happy and say nothing. Yeah, I I, to I told you last week, and, and, and look, I know there's no point in telling uh, Len this, but because I know he knows it, right? In the old days, and and Huey taught me this when I was writing for Clarent Hugh, we'd write a story report that we knew was absolutely bollocks. You know, it would be some fanciful that we're going to sign Ronaldo or something, right? And we would put the word report. Why would report, you do that? You know, so we put report <laughs> Ronaldo to sign, right? And then we'd write it going, it has been reported, it is unsubstantiated, and, and just put all these kind of disclaimers in, right? That would get, I don't know, 20,000 um, reads, right? Then you'd write, about an hour later, you'd write a denial. You'd talk to the club afterwards and go, what about this? We're going to sign Ronaldo. And they'd go, it's complete made-up bollocks, oh right? Goodness. Yeah. We'd, we'd then print an exclusive, word exclusive on the headline, exclusive, Ronaldo stories made up bollocks. 500 people would read it. People don't want to read the truth. They want controversy. They want drama. They want, coming back to you, entertainment, Nick. It's, well, it's, and that's what it, you are. You're an it's, entertainer. It's, it's entertainment, but something we've never done. We've never lied. I would never do that. I'd never. I'm not saying we always get it right. We don't. But we would never ever go out to pedal pedal a story that we that we knew was wrong. Yeah, but there are just, plenty of wrong. them out there. You know, Football Insider for one. You know, well, yeah, well, there yeah, are yeah. <laughs> there are people that get paid for exclusives where you read these transfer stories, and I, I do say often transfer windows a bit like an entertainment business. You know, it's becoming less people, of an entertainment business. Yeah. West Ham, giving people what they want. You know, we link with a hundred um, yeah. players. Anyway, we digress. Um, back to the game. Um, wh where were we? We were, we were, you know, he started with, um, I think it was a 4-3-3, Fabianski in goal, uh, Johnson, 
Dinos, Agur, Cresswell at the back, Walprouse, Suchek, and Pakatar in the middle, Fornells, Mumbama, and Ben Rama. Look, everyone's been calling, including Unic, to start Mumbama. So mm-hmm. you know, it was it was the right it was the right squad for a midweek game, oh, wasn't it? I was I was pleased, uh, to be honest, when I saw the lineup. But then you see uh, like it, like if you look at the if you look at the strikers that have failed, we'll look at the one that failed this weekend, Bowen. If yeah. you look at the strikers that have failed, Halle, Skimaka, Danny Ings, who scored everywhere else apart from here. Now he's finished, apparently. Um, Antonio ain't scored for ages. Now Mabama, then Bowen. People are criticising Mabama now, and they're backing up David Moyes' decision to not use him. And they're saying, well, look at him. He, he, he didn't do anything. He tried to emulate Antonio. He tried to do the one-man press. He tried to run from deep, run aimlessly. Mabama did? Mabama. He, okay. cha- he was chasing. He was working hard. And it's fruitless. That podcast that Antonio... <laughs> rightly got chastised for because of the timing of it before the final with what he said in that podcast where he said the strikers in this club have to uh, feed off scraps. He was 100% right. I don't know who who I would dislike enough to put in that forward position. It's a ho- it's a horrible um, position to play and I don't think Mabama had a chance and he couldn't wait to hook him off. And when Danny Ings came on, wasn't any better, was he? I know... Um, uh, yeah, he, he he wasn't any better. What, what did what did uh, what did Danny Ings do? We came so, on. Funny you should say that. So uh, his first substitutions were on the 67 minutes. Yeah. Ings and Corne uh, for Mumbama and and Ben Rahman. Obviously they did nothing. And then he took off Johnson uh, and put on Karen 79. And took off Cresswell and put on Emerson on on 79. So. Um, yeah, Col- I mean, Col- Col- it was lovely. To- it was really good to see Colne. I've got to be honest. I think he he looked good, didn't he? Mm. I thought so. Well, for we the eleven option. minutes he was on the pitch, we did. He looked good. He, he was he was running <coughs> at the um, running at the defence. It was a wonderful cross he put in, wasn't it? For, yeah, um, it was. for Suchek. Really yeah, was. no, you're right. Um, yeah. But not en- not enough to earn him um, two minutes at the weekend, though. That we're going to go no. and talk about. No, we? no. So look. As has happened, our blushes, uh, uh, the players' blushes and the managers' blushes were saved by uh, Suchek. You called it, Sean. What? You said that would happen in the yeah, WhatsApp group. Yeah, I did, didn't group. I? I yeah. did. In the WhatsApp group, I'd said, um, you know, um, you watch, we're going to score in the last uh, 10 minutes. I don't know if I said Suchek. Um but he did. Oh, no. John was going, this is the most boring thing I've ever seen. <laughs> went, really? He was right. He's right. It was I awful. said, you said that last week. Um, and and Suchek to the rescue. Three points, top of the group. You know, job done. You know, it's a results business, Nick. Results it, business. Is it? Is it? Can I ask you something? Yeah, it is. Uh, Sean, is, yeah, is this any more unentertaining than... If you just look at the last four games, focus on, on, the, on the last three. So say Burnley and TSC... Is that is that worse than what we was watching under um, uh, Sam Allardyce? Is it worse? Do you know what? I, I I'm gonna be a bit controversial m- myself, right? I don't go to football for the tippy tappy football. I go for the overall atmosphere. And do you know what? I I was we're getting to the next game. I I was entertained on on Sunday, and you know there was a bit of drama. Um. And and I don't subscribe to this ticky tacky West Ham way entertaining football. We didn't sign up. I, a West Ham fan, didn't sign up thinking that I was going to watch 
that part of the deal of being a West Ham fan was to watch attractive football. So I'll take oh, it wow. out as it comes. I really uh, what, do. What about, what about wow. yourself, Len, on that? Um, how, how, I how think, you feel about it? I think it's less entertaining than Allardyce. And oh, really? I, I can say that now I'm not going to get... Oh, yeah, because you've got, you got your mate on. You've got your mate on. Yeah. Well, I ain't mate. got Nigel here to tell us otherwise. We're getting up on show. No, I don't know why it is, but it's just... Um... Listen, I'm not much of a football tactician, really, but no. I've worked this out. And if I can work it out, and I know it's going to happen, and consequently it does happen, then how is it good, really? I'm not saying... I think we've got enough to sort of beat you know, the teams that we're supposed to beat and consequently Moyes Ball does that, but no, I'm not happy with it. Put it this way, right? I couldn't, on the weekend just gone, I knew I was going to miss meeting up for a pre-match drink, so I didn't fucking bother going. So I just didn't want to go and watch Moyes Ball and that's what we got. I know, I know. You're hearing it more and more. And we asked the question yesterday. We said, um, you know, one of the quotes that David Moyes has said before, he said, look, you know, West Ham are flaky. We're not flaky old West Ham anymore. What he means by that is we win the games that we should win. And yeah. if we go and beat Sheffield United, we'll beat Burnley, we'll beat Bournemouth. Um, and that's fine. So you can guarantee in the fixture list, we'll go and we'll, we'll get the three points in those games. But beyond that, then if you look over the, the, the trend of the last two years, it's that's not the case. So what, what would you what would you prefer? Because for me... I hate the predictability in football. I would rather have a situation whereby West Ham were always the type of team where you could lose the teams that you lose lose the games that you should win, and then you go and win some of the games that you yeah. shouldn't. It was kind of a bit basket casey. It was more more invested. It was more chaotic. Yeah, and I, you just don't have everything's just so beige. Yeah, do, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It and really I think is. I think when it comes to Premier League, I think we should just be a little bit more. Going oh, because of the situation that we're in this year, yeah. that really there's there's a bit of crap in it. We might as well be a little bit more ambitious here, because Moyes is going to lose his job otherwise, and I don't really see what he's doing about that. He's ne he's never ever, we're never going to get relegated this year. We could lose the next no, of eight, and we won't be in a relegation yeah. zone. I'm, I'm I'm certain of it. So you're right. I don't know why he wouldn't just kind of unleash the players a little bit earlier, like he does late in games that we're seeing. The last 10 minutes are fine, aren't they? Yeah. We seem, we seem to be going well, for the game. Well, going in the last 10 minutes. Yeah. Until then, we just keep our shape. Maybe put a long diagonal from Aguered. He's work it out. You, it's just... Oh, you miserable bastards. We're, we're top of our group in Europa League. We yeah, can go on and qualify for the Champions League. He's I mean, already the most successful yeah, manager in the history of West Ham, with the biggest win rate, <laughs> with the most points per game, right? This guy could qualify for the fourth time, fourth fourth season in Europe, in the fucking Champions League, boys. And you'd still be going, well, it's still fucking moist ball. I still don't enjoy watching it, right? No, I Come wouldn't on, be saying guys. that. Because if, on, we do, if we do get in the Champions League, right, he'll get an extension yeah. and we'll have better players to play moist ball. I, but, I just don't I just don't think there are. I, I, think, I think we've seen a rapid decline of football because when he first came in, he was working with... Um, I've worked it all out. I've worked it all out, Sean. And, cool. And he's, he's, he's basically working with other people's players when he first came in. He also had COVID. So when he came in for the second time... He had for the COVID? Second part, 
No, we had COVID. So, oh, right. okay. so for the second part of that season was just as bad as the first. We, we, we accrued one more point than what Pellegrini did in the first 19 games. Second, then the second season starts, which was his most his most successful, if you like, and um, uh, COVID hit. And I do think, I do think, and this isn't a criticism of West Ham fans because I think David Moyes' football, his style of football, will never yield a good atmosphere in that stadium. Not consistently, it won't. It's a terrible atmosphere in there. And yep. you know what? I think that COVID having no fans affected other clubs more than it affected West Ham, so they lost their home advantage. And mm. I think that suited David Moyes. He was working with other people's players. What we're seeing now, the more money he spends and the better our team looks on paper, the worse the football is getting because he's building a team in his own dour image. That's why. Mm. That's what I think. So I think Good it's conspiracy. a downward... Good story, bro. I think it's a downward spiral. Story, I think bro. it is. Good I think conspiracy you, you, theory. You could throw two, three hundred more million at him. We wouldn't be playing, we wouldn't be playing prettier football. He's too cautious. Too cautious. Your, your irrational Very cautious of David Moyes is commendable. It's entirely rational. It's entirely <laughs> rational. <laughs> Says you. The, the great thing about crazy people is they don't know they're crazy. <laughs> I've mentioned this before. Crazy people don't know. They just go... They wake up and go, I've got no idea how crazy I've become. But but the thing is, Sean, you speak on behalf of the you speak on behalf of the board, so you're very much. I'm not know, an official self, spokesman. Yeah, but well, you are. You're, you're an all right, You're an unofficial spokesman. So you know you do kind of fly the flag for them. So you, you're saying the things that they want to hear, um, which is what they want the fans to be happy with what they're being served up. That's what they that's what they want. But the fact of the matter is, the fans are not. And if they're taking notice of of, of social media channels, if they're looking at forums. Very, very few of them now. The majority of them. You, you, you struggle to run a poll now. I ran a poll on... I like running polls, same as you do. But mm. I ran a poll after the game yesterday, and I said, um, if you could click your fingers, bang, and David Moyes is gone tomorrow. I know, I voted. Right? And would, he, would, you, would you vote if he's gone? And And 79% voted? Yes, I want him gone. Um, and which that, and which way did I vote, Nick? Well, you would have you would have secretly voted out because you, you really don't like him, but you can't say that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think you did. I, I did, voted yeah, out. I didn't. I didn't. I voted out. Nice too short not to vote out. Nothing matters I anyway. I don't know who I'd replace him with at the moment. Look, I don't care. We've got trust in Timmy. Point, I keep telling you. We're getting off the to, point yeah. of the, the... And we will come on back to Moyes. But, you know, as I said last week or the week before, you know, my my personal position, yes, I'm frustrated with him. I'm frustrated with him on the game we're about to move into. Mm. But but you know what? If he wins a cup or gets us into Europe, so for me, if he if he wins the League Cup, right, we're in the quarterfinals. I know we're if. against Liverpool. If we win the FA Cup, I know we're playing Bristol at home. That's right? a bigger if. If yeah. if we finish seventh or above, or if we win the Europa League. Right, four chances. Seven four above. Seven four above. Are you, are you, we'll watch, are you watching the football at the moment, Sean? Watching football. Are you when, watching? I'm no, watching ours. It's the worst yeah. brand in the league. Are you? Are you watching the football at the moment? Honest, honestly, we've scraped. We've scraped our last four wins. You, I, luck I get doesn't that. Last I get for, that. Luck doesn't I last forever. That. I He's get been that. lucky. But sometimes you know, it's not all <laughs> about football. You know, will it, will it, it's will about it, Donna Kebabs getting onto the footy screen. Oh, it's about getting your stuff on your phone. <laughs> but what, explain the empty explain the empty seats that we're seeing more and more of. Uh, well, actually, now. if explain. we're talking about, uh, we will go back to find out about the game. Unless, mm. uh, um, do you have anything to say about the the uh, Europa game, Len? Before we no, absolutely on? not. Let's move so, on because so there's nothing if, to talk about. If we no, talk about um, 
the the Premier League game, there was a train strike. I struggled to get there yesterday, if I'm honest with you. And I know number of tickets sold sixty two thousand four hundred fifty seven or fifty nine. Uh, so all the tickets were sold. So the West Ham still get their money. But you know, it was a struggle. It's the beginning of the um, train strikes. Uh, half of my trains were cancelled from Surrey. Uh, the trains were absolutely packed. The Jubilee was absolutely packed because lack of trains meant, uh, you know, it was a struggle. It was wet and it was raining. Uh, even the enticement <laughs> of an El Toro free scarf couldn't get it me there raining. early. Um, and, and I know there were ticket problems as well, which I think Len will tell you about. But, you know, I did struggle. Uh, to get there yesterday, and I think a lot of people just saw train strikes. Palace, I can't worth, be asked. It's not worth the effort. It's not worth, not the, worth effort. the effort. Yeah. I mean, not, not for Moyes' ball. That's I mean, literally uh, what I said. I, I, I'm going to throw John under a bus, which I don't like doing because he's my best mate. But but, but you're going to do it. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> he bought a season ticket, right? He had enough already. He got lucky getting a season ticket. Oh from, yeah, from, really lucky. You know, I helped. I helped him get lucky. Uh, how many games, league Premier League games, do you think he's been to so far? How many, how many Premier League games have we had this season, Nick? Uh, well, we're on match. We're on third. Th- is it thirteen? I'll get confused in my own kids' league. Hang on. What, what, what match? What, what are we up to now in terms of fixtures? Is it thirteen or fourteen? It's a good question. Uh, well, but you're counting down. Match, right. match, day, match day fourteen. So. We've had how many home games have we had? Six so we've had seven, Palace at home one, two, uh, three, four, five. This is good, good radio. This is, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Normal standards. What, what, what we had about six, six, six or seven. Now, how many do you reckon he's been to with his two, new season three? ticket? One. No, he's been <laughs> one. To two. No, two. The other one was the Europa League, mate. Hang on, I've been to the Abba bar with him and I've been to that wanker's bar with him. So that's twice. Yeah, he hasn't, I'm pretty sure he's only been to one. I, I asked, I bumped into the mate that I, we also helped him get a ticket and he said he's only that's been Sean's to one. favourite bar, the wanker's bar. The Abba bar's bloody good, actually. Yeah. It's much more entertaining <laughs> than Moy's football. Um, anyway, anywho, um, let's talk about the game, right? Did you go, Nick? Uh, what, on Thursday? No, no, on Sunday. <laughs> Oh, on Sunday, yes. I went on Sunday, yes. Yeah. And were your trains cocked up? And uh... I, I, I drive in, but I know of people that travel from all over, all different areas of London that all made it there. I know people from, from Germany that went to the game. Uh, I also know, because I don't have a season ticket, uh, I, haven't, mm. I haven't had for the last two years, and I've also got a network of about eight to ten people that have got groups of season tickets that basically they're like um, they're like uh, John. They don't go to games anymore. Uh, yeah. They just can't be bothered with it. Um, and there's more and more. Gary, for the first time in his life... Gary's got a season, season ticket, hasn't he? Gary's got a season ticket, yeah. but he, he goes literally religiously. And for the first time ever, even he went he went through... He, he suffered he suffered Allardyce. But he, he said, this is the first time where it gets to a match day and I just can't be bothered. I can't yeah. be bothered. So, Len, oh, before great. we start talking about the football, let's see your excuse. Um, well, um, I was going to, like I said, I had to do some unexpected shopping for my mum, which made me an hour late, which meant I was going to miss meeting up with you lot. And you were also late, by the way. late because of trains, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I just didn't fancy Moy's ball and then going home. So I thought it was another reason. Well, there was another reason because my phone went dead after the notification of the ticket come up. 
Yeah. So I had to go and reboot my phone. Well, and there's a couple John, of people John said, said his ticket update at our past four for a Did, two o'clock game. Oh, I got that as well, 428. Yeah. It, it yeah. updated again. Yeah. But was there an explanation to it? Because no, I heard also... The... You, you, I mean, there was no queues at the turnstile, so people were getting through all right. I don't know. Yeah, but they, you know, it might have been something... I mean, for me, me going home that time anyway, I was like, oh, I don't really care about the game too much anyway, under the circumstances. Because it's shit. So, that's what happened. But did they did the club say if did you mention it to the club? Was anything I know, I know they won't admit well, anything. What's no. the point? What's the point? We don't care. They don't care, so they'll never get spoke about it again. But I think there was a, a couple of ticket problems I had but no one really cares. Do you, do you know do you know if you just went to football, Sean, you, you go for the whole thing. So you go for yeah. the for the social life to meet your friends and navigate yeah, and I all do. that sort of stuff. Yeah. But there's a large portion of fans that do go for the football. If you just went for the football, would you go? I, I, for ninety minutes, you know would you do I, it? I, I, I um, be honest. I, it's a a question of loyal. I'm quite a loyal person. I think it's a question of loyalty. Um, do I see it as a chore sometimes? Yes, I do. do You're I, loyal to the wrong people, though. But but I'm, I I feel my loyalty is my my job is to go and watch West Ham if I'm available. Um. And I would say always have a good time with friends and in the bar and meeting old friends and doing social media stuff and everything else. It's so it's a it's a hard question to answer, but I feel obliged. Nick, I suppose is the real answer. So I feel you're, obliged. You're, you're referencing it like it's a relationship. There, yeah, it like is. Yeah, of, absolutely. So, so if that is the case, and it's a one-way relationship, because. Um, you, you would expect West Ham to give you something back, wouldn't you? I mean, if you look at... Yeah, it's a look bit of a loveless marriage at the moment. Yeah. Well, 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 it, well, it is. I mean... It, but I'm, I'm, not going, I'm not going through divorce, you know. I've not, been through no, that no, once, no. really. No, but I think there's an awful lot of people that are. This is a pro- this is a problem. And it's something that the club won't care about at the moment because a majority of those empty seats are all sold season tickets, so they won't care right now. But if, yeah, that, yeah. Started to, if that started to ever translate to um, season ticket sales towards the end of the season, which it would... Um, I'm convinced if this football carries on, you'll have a lot of people that just, they'll be going, no, 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 no more. Not for me. You will. I know we've got a massive long waiting list. I know we have. We've got a really long waiting list. Well, yeah. But Sean can help you with that. I can get you through on that. Don't you worry. (laughs) No, I'm all right. I'm all right. Thanks. No, he says he shows loyalty. What what did you do? Talk about your, we'll get to the game in a minute. Talk about your routine because you're not a season ticket holder. I know you do go to quite a few games, pick Mm. and choose, fair enough. What what do you do? What is your, you say your drive, what's your routine? Are you meeting up with mates? Are you drinking? Are you eating? Is it about the match day? No, so Sundays I'm going over there purely for the football. So I manage my son's under 15. I remember, yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, for instance, this Sunday, up at six, walk the dogs till nine, then I'm over Cuffley. I've got my son's football from between 10 and one o'clock. I then get my son, we're all cold and wet because we've been standing out in the cold, threw him in the car, dashed down to Stratford, and then sat in the cold and wet in that stadium watching that. And within 20 minutes, 30 minutes, even though we were run, one nil up, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, why am I even here? Why? Yeah, it was dull. There was no. I, atmosphere. I, I do get you. That's, Nick. that's, that's, that's I the do worst. Get you. That's my, the my worst. son. I don't know if you know this. He plays for a, a Saturday and Sunday uh, and, and team. Horsley Harris and Horsley Bees. Uh, and when I told 
Uh, he, he was a, a right back and then right wing. He's now playing striker. Okay. Um, got a hat trick the other week. Um, but uh, so he's getting a bit more confidence. But when we said, you know, uh, we're going to West Ham, going, well, where's your loyalty? Where's your loyalty to your <laughs> under 17 team? It's all very serious. And you, you, you probably, I don't know if you listen to the podcast, we had, we had a mass fight. <laughs> On the pitch, when one under seventeen opposition punched another one of ours, and it ended up with a sort of eleven by eleven scrap, and and I had to get in front of two of the players, and and someone said to me, "You get out of my way, Grandpa, or I'll knock you out." And I, I just started laughing. But they're big, so, they're big lads. In that, they I'm are getting, big lads. Um, when we're, they get we're, getting that, we're getting that now in the under fifteen. But I mean, bearing bear in mind your 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 area, like out in Surrey, that's going to be quite. I'd say it's quite, it's quite, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's quite, well, this nice. is what made it even funnier, you know, that yeah. you got, you got, I mean, it was all, no, no, apart from one black eye from the guy who got punched, the rest of it was all, you know, a bit of handbags at dawn kind of thing. Had to yeah. make a statement to the Surrey FA, though. We'll take we it was... very seriously. Do you know what? Our player got red carded. 55 quid fine. Blimey. Is that the norm? 55 pound. For under 17. It is the norm, yeah. It's the norm. Anyway, we we digress, but I I do like I do like Sunday league I, uh, I, I, boys I'm, football. Well, it's... I'm I'm the manager, but I've got to be honest with you, I get far more out of that than I do out of West Ham. Yeah, yeah, no, when I, it comes I to enjoy watching, watching. I do, I do. Friendly play on. Anyway, so so for you, it's about it's you know it's second priority after your sons because you're the manager. Yeah. Um, but I do see that you know if if football's all you go for, then Sunday would have been disappointing. Oof, um, but you know what? We, where we sit um, next to the away fans, we have a little bit of banter, and we did have our banter. I, I've I've read somewhere online, and people go, "Oh yeah, they sing we're Champions Europe." You know what? You you know what? The sound doesn't travel around the stadium, and I don't know where you sit and where you were on Sunday. But in our area, which is the old Chav Corner that got moved into next to the away fans lower. You know, we do have a little bit of a chant and sing song. Yes, it is quiet at times, but, you know, it's probably noisier than most other places apart from Bobby Moore Lower. No, that's it. Yeah, that's probably the, the best place to be where you are. even though. And we always stand, like... right? We don't sit, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, sitting is alien to me, watching football. Um, I think that would add to my boredom <laughs> if I had to sit down. I don't know. can't remember the last time I sat down at football. Yeah, I, I, I had lovely seats. Category one seats right on the Ooh. halfway line. Very Ooh, nice, nice, very nice. Very nice. You know, you're quite, you're quite, you're quite close to the pitch as well. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was fine. The view was lovely, but like I said, I had seats all around me, um, and there's people, um, you know, there's people just kind of having conversations while the game's going on. Not even, re- I can understand it. I, I was the same. I was talking to, and you can because you haven't, got, you haven't even got a whisper in each other's ear. There was hardly any noise there at all. Not where I was sat anyway. Um, like you said, the acoustics in that place are a nightmare. Yeah, it's, 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 it's really weird. I can't even hear sometimes the other side of the away fans in Trevor Brook in Lower. You can see them clapping and like chanting, but you can't hear what they say. The acoustics no. doesn't travel around that stadium. No, sound just leaks out of it. It yeah. does. And I think that's also why it's hard to get a song going in sync because it takes time it is. for the, yeah, for no, the sound I, to travel. I, I totally get you. So we'll, we'll, we'll come on to the... Uh, stadium uh, capacity story a bit later, but look, Nick, let's Brilliant. get back just, to the just football. What we, just what we need more, more empty seats. Yeah, well, the truth, right? We can tell the truth here. Um, right. Nick, let's talk about the game because, yep. um, you know, we were we. 
I don't know. They're a bit of a bogey seat aside. Um, Palace, obviously, uh, Kurt Zuma was missing from the lineup. We knew we were worried about Caduce because uh, he'd been ill. We didn't mention that, but obviously, Caduce and uh, Alvarez were missing because they had uh, a virus, a winter virus, and and so did Sufau actually. So three of them were missing midweek. Um, we didn't know whether they'd start. All three were available and did start. And of course, Bowen, who had fluid on the knee. Um, I did speculate quite a while, got lucky that he'd be back for Palace, and he was, because it was about 12 days for fluid on the knee. So, look, on paper, we had the best team starting, really, um, if if you exclude Antonio. Um, so where did it all go wrong? Because, <laughs> you know, uh, there was enough players to the job, isn't there? Uh, yeah, but I think this this, this comes back to football. Um, uh, if, if you look at... You can see that our team, and I, 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 honestly, it's it's almost like we're not coached, and I mean that as well. I mean that if you look at if you look at teams like Brighton, if you look at Aston Villa, if you look at the way that they play, the patterns of play, that is hard work, sweat and tears that go into um, into the training ground. What we seem to do, Sean, is just get a collection of good players. Throw hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Into a system. They all know their jobs. They know their position on a pitch. They know where they're supposed to stand. It's like human chess. They know what their defensive duties are. But when it comes to an offensive outlet, um, we've been doing it now for two or three games. You talk about, I mean, against, against Burnley, um, at, no, against TSC, I think it was. We, we, I think it was Agware played 23, the same 23 long balls. Only seven of them were successful. And the, what, what we're doing now, because Moyes knows we haven't really got a midfield because he's got two specialists in the middle with James Wall-Prowse and Suchek, who are not good box-to-box midfielders. It ain't a good pivot either side of um, Alvarez. We haven't really got much of a midfield. They're good specialists at what they do, but that is a poor, poor midfield. So yeah. what we're doing is we're bypassing our midfield. 
We're getting the ball out to Agware and we're launching the ball long. That is what we're doing now. It is literally long ball football. Yeah, yeah. Without without a clear target, man. Yeah, no, that's, I, that's, that's I, what I, I did see that. But in spite of that, you've got to have been impressed that one of those balls did come off. Who did it come from? James James Wall Prowse. So, James so Wall Prowse. Caduce won, won the to, ball. To uh, Sufau. <laughs> yeah. And Sufau crossed it in. It was, a, um, it was a beautiful goal. To, yeah, beautiful goal by Caduce. Mm. Yeah. Uh, who's in my fancy team. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, good player. He was, he, was, he was a real positive from that game because he and half a good player. And, you know, all right. They didn't really come into it. That first half, I didn't think Palace looked like scoring. Um, I know they had a few. I, I don't think they I can't remember how many shots they had on target first half. But they didn't seem that special. They looked there for the taking. They, they didn't, and I, they I, thought, taking. I thought we would go 2-0 up before the break. I must admit, you know, after that early goal, I thought we need a, another one to set on our nerves. Um but he hasn't got he hasn't got the killer the killer touch though, Moyes, is he? With anything like that, well, what he does is he's quite happy. If he the the worst yeah. thing that we could have done in that game, I'm convinced he score early. Yeah. Well, interestingly, my the guy I sit next to or stand next to called Mark Murphy, um, he's a very wise man, uh, known him for many years, and he said to me, we we, we were the second half was about to start, and he said they score in the first ten minutes. He said, Palace will score in the first 10 minutes of the second half because it always happens. I it said, does. oh, yeah, should have a bet on that. He said, <laughs> he said, will you watch it? And I, after, like, I'm going, like, after eight minutes, I'm going, well, I literally. <laughs> we've, we've conceded so <laughs> they many. They scored. And, so and, many. And, you know, Mavropanos. And Kurt, look, I know you want to blame Moyes for this, but Mavropanos, what? Uh, a yeah, big mistake that is, and and I thought, um, who was it? Alvarez should have done better. Was it Alvarez back there? That, um... it, was Al- it, it was Alvarez, but I, I think that that tactic that David Moyes deployed, because like I said to you, the idea has been for us to this is what this is what has happened, Sean. So the idea has been our outlet has been getting the long ball out to Aguirre. So what we've been doing is we've been dropping Al- Alvarez. What do you call as- him, Aguirre? Aguirre, but he's been dropping. Do you deeper. call him Aguirre? Is his name Aguirre? Because I'm sure Nathan, it is Aguirre. Yeah, but but what what Alvarez has been doing is dropping deep between the two centre backs to split them. So sometimes he's he's deeper than them, so that we've got a triangle. Because what teams what teams have started doing is pressing us to stop us getting the ball to Aguirre. That's why we was playing okay. that stupid triangle passing at the back because we was trying to work it to Aguirre so he could launch it long. A girl, uh, yeah. But we, <laughs> that's what we was trying to do. That's what, okay. that's, uh, uh, so, so that well, was, right. that so, was from the training ground. So but it's it, one one. Wrong. Right, and and it goes a bit dark, and you think, oh god, they, they, you know, they, we could lose this. But and and I'll come to you in a minute, Len. That's right. In, in the last ten minutes, I really thought we were going to get the winner. I mean, it was non-stop West Ham. You say it was boring. The expectation, I, the excitement. I, I, I left on eighty-five minutes. Oh, you're joking! Oh, Nick. oh Nicky not. boy. Honestly, I left oh, on eighty-five oh, minutes with a load of other fans as well. How could you leave? Because oh, you know what, I didn't it was even non-stop care. West Ham. I'm we so had, bored. We I'm had so well, you missed the best part of the match, mate, because it was we had it was six minutes late. of extra it was too time. Little, too late. You missed it was eleven too, minutes of it was pure too little, entertainment. Too little, too late. We, we can't be jammy every fucking game. Sure, I know that. Yeah. But do you know what? And, and my other guy, my other West Ham guy, or oh, I've got three West Ham guys. I've got Ariola in goal. I've got Kudos. I've got Bowen. Bowen missed an absolute sitter. An 
absolute sitter. Did you did you see the replay, Nick? What the header? Uh, right at the end. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I saw the replay. The, the the header. It was from a corner, wasn't it? Uh, was it a, was it from a corner? It was a header straight at the keeper, wasn't it? I, I thought remember. I thought it was a bit closer than that. I'm trying to. I thought there was another chance, but I might be wrong. No, no. Look, we, look, we 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 did. We we created a few more chances, but that was a game, you know, between two of the uh, antichrists of football against against <laughs> David Moyes and Roy Hodgson. It was very even. It was an even game. Neither team were enterprising, really. Yeah. Not really. You know, they had Elise who looked good. We had Caduce, who looked good. It was quite evenly matched. There was a serious... Game of mistakes, though. You know, but, again, if... if there was a serious lack of intensity from both teams. And, and then game. I often say it's a game of inches and small margins. Uh, and, you <laughs> know... is in your case, Sean. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, it could have gone the other way. You know, he's, he's right. It, it, it's very small margins. Len, let's talk to you. 55% possession at home for Mr. Moyes. Right. 45 for the Eagles. Nine shots for West Ham. Three of them on target. Palace, the Eagles had nine shots as well, with only two on target. We had two corners. They had three. West Ham fouled 17 times. Dirty West Ham to Palace's seven. I know you didn't come. You're right. But you watched it though. After all this build-up, I go, yeah, no, I carried on painting. Did you? Did yeah. you watch right no, to the end? No, I watched it, but it's actually getting a little bit like you're drifting off. Oh, you're not yeah, taking you, anything you in. There's that nothing. age where you're a little sleep, do you? Well, I don't tend to. No, not not just go into a bit of a trance, just to be bored into a little bit of a trance. Because I seem to remember the other games of the weekend more than ours. That can't be right. Can it? It shouldn't so, be, no. I mean, you said about them three shots on goal. I remember Caduce's shot. I'm trying to think what the other two were. Can anyone think? Uh, do you, you know what? Can you? Um, no, didn't, oh, really. uh, Mavropanos. <coughs> Mavropanos had a shot on goal. Did he? Yeah. Mm. Whether it was on target or not. I can't remember that. Uh, Mavropanos did. The be- I think the one of the best chances of the game was, uh, and, and uh, it was good, and that was when Paqueta was moved central. Do you remember he paid that lovely pull up? Lovely pass through to Emerson. It was from no. a sanctuary. He's played a lovely ball through to Emerson, who's come through on the left-hand side, um, and he was he was he was at full stretch. He couldn't do anything with it. But he was that was that was a good a good passage of play. There, there was moments. There was we've got great individual players, haven't we? Great individual players. Yeah, um, and, and oh, look, we're going to really miss um, Caduce when he goes off for the African Nations because uh, he's he's getting stronger and stronger by every game. He's a strong boy. He's a great player. Know? Have you heard the noise? You know the noise that it makes? You know, like when he chest controls a ball? It is, it's like a... Doof. Oh, is it? He's, no, he's so solid, honestly. No. He's, when you consider he's such a, a, a quite a small guy, he's half powerful. He really is strong. You ain't knocking yeah. him off the ball. He's a yeah. really good Unlike Pakatar. No, Pakatar um, is, he is strong. Oh, Pakatar annoyed the, the hell out of me. He, he really does. Floor. He had a poor game. Cool, not much. And he just goes down. I mean, we can all see he's just going down like a sack of suds. And you're going, get up. No, you're not fooling anyone. You're not fooling the ref. You're not fooling 62,000 people. All right, 50,000 people. Um, I thought he... he yeah, he, he, uh, he, 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 he could have got like he booked for diving he, a few times. He looks times. like he doesn't want to be there now, Sean. I don't know, but there's something going on with him because mm. Kudos is a star and he's not. Anyway, Len, Len, come Hello. On, give us your tactical insight to the game. 
Well, funny enough, you talk about tactical insight. I've already said I don't know much about it. But the last three games, well, let's be honest. If you look at the Wednesday night game and the game last weekend, they were identical. The Burnley game, and we won it. And the same kind of process went on on Sunday. He doesn't... uh, The first time the ball came in from wide, we scored. And then after that, he didn't really try and do that again. There was no crosses put in. He kind of sacrifices wingers or wide players to sort of play everything, kind of keep everything, keep everything tight. Really, um, what's the word? He sets up to sort of he sets them up. They don't really break the ranks. It's just eventually we got. To, I'm glad we got to go early. We didn't. Try to push on. Respect the and, point. And do you know what? Ben, respect the point. No, because I'm, I'm just it's about to say. Well, well, fine, but listen, you got to take your chances. Palace offered nothing. Actually, and nor did the other team in the week. They offered no, nothing either. Nothing and nor did last week. They offered the last three games. The opposition have offered nothing, and we struggled. Because like a, Len, do you feel like there's a level of arrogance creeping in with Moyes, where it's worked now for four games? I ain't got to do anything until the last ten minutes. I yeah. Don't it at the end. Yeah. It's like he tried to do it again. I just think there's a there's a level of arrogance to the fact that, that he's thinking himself. I'm not going to get renewed. This is what I am. This is what makes me work. I'm going to keep doing it. And I think yeah. it could actually be detrimental to the club. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, there's a little hum on your microphone. By the way, tonight. Who's one? Is it? Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, you muted there, did you? No. It went I, um, away. There was a hum. Well, I can hear a hum now. Well, I'll but, mute mine. Uh, Look, hang on. How about that? No, the hum's still there. Oh, it must be me. I don't know why that. It's not usual. But anyway, we apologise for the hum. Um, hum drum. Um, <laughs> but, but Sean, just to pick up on what you said earlier on, where you said Mavropanos cost us the uh, the points. Now, look. He, he did because he made a mistake which led to a goal. Yeah. But there, but there were 35 minutes left in that game where David Moyes yeah, had the yeah, right no, to look, look. of Corney. He I, could have made I'm more I'm going to criticise Moyes. He's, he's in game He should have made. He, who did he bring on? He brought, brought on four nails. Yeah. He should have brought on Mombama or um, uh, someone. I don't know. He just didn't. He just left it too late. Corney, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He just seemed to leave the whole substitution in a game that was there to be won. He bring he takes off Alvarez and brings on uh, um, um, nails and I was just thinking, well, why is that a winning? You know, it was very obvious <laughs> that Palace were there for the draw. You know, it fell right into there. They were happy. You know, they were well, time wasting after they scored. They, they they were going, yeah, they'd lost four in a row. Um, mm. So you just thinking they were happy with the draw, and you know, I I, I was getting frustrated with the ref. That he wasn't booking the uh, goalkeeper for wasting time, uh, but look, we didn't take our chances and we didn't deserve it. Respect the point. We're still top ten, and we're still in all the cups, right? All three cups. That's, I'm a, I'm an optimist, Nick. So that's the way I look at it. We're in three cups. We can still finish at seventh and get um, Europa Conference League. So you know, or even Europa League again without winning any of the three cups. So you know. 
It's all there to play for. It's, it's all, all there, there to, to play, play for. for. It is. Let, let's move on a little bit. Well, actually, before we do that, um, you've got a little clip, haven't you, Nick? Because um, uh, yes. we talked about this, and I've missed this. Um, David Moyes, apparently, make your own mind up, apparently, allegedly, blaming the atmosphere at the London Stadium for the loss. Uh, yes. See if I can get this working again. Ready? Crystal yeah. Palace. Uh, I'm a little bit mixed. I'm disappointed we didn't we didn't maybe take all three points, but on the same breath, you know, we're just not quite getting it in Sunday at two o'clock here at the stadium. You know, we're finding it really hard to to probably build up a good enough atmosphere. Maybe it's we're not playing well enough, or you know, just within the stadium. But overall, look, we got a goal in front. We scored a really good goal. Sorry, that's where the clip ends. Yeah, but do, do you know what? He does go on on one of the other clips because I published on on Twitter the the BBC interview. It's two and a half minutes, and the Sky one, which is about three and a half minutes. And he does say, and I'll agree, and hopefully you two agree. What's right. this? What's this two o'clock Sunday kickoff about? What the hell is that about? It's it's just. It just I don't like a, it. It's always. It's always somebody else's fault. I don't like... Yeah, I know that. But he he did say maybe we did... Listen to the words, right? Maybe we didn't play well enough. He didn't just blame the crowd. Maybe it's the atmosphere. But you know what? It was... He didn't say anything, really. He just... just Guff, I hate the two o'clock Sunday. It is guff. I hate the two o'clock Sunday kickoff. After you haven't won or before? No, I just don't like it. I, I was supposed to be on talk TV, thank God, with uh, Mark Saggers. But it was my my stepdaughter's 14th birthday. So we went to a Mexican restaurant in Cheam in Surrey uh, instead of talking to Mark Saggers about bollocks. Very <laughs> I'm nice. glad, really. Cause, Very um, nice indeed. Anyway, nice. news time. News time before we go to question time. Go on. Uh, London Stadium. Bailey oh, Mouse said, we are... We are had informal talks to increase capacity to 68,013. Don't fill it up now. A bullshit, a bullshit, a bullshit. The, look, we have got rights to go to 60. There are 68,013 seats, right? After we did the West Stand extension, right, there is a clause in there saying that we will pay more money, £200,000. It will take us to over £4 million a year, not two and a half like some papers like to say we pay in rent. And it would take us 68 uh, and 13, right? And it would make us the second biggest in the land after uh, Old Trafford. However, one, we haven't had informal talks. We don't need them. Two, we, we, we haven't applied for planning permission. We need to build more toilets, more catering. We haven't had that conversation. We, just, we need a license to uh, spectator license from Noon Council. We haven't asked for that. Why is this story in the Daily Mail? Can anyone answer? No. No idea. Well, it's in the Daily Mail because a certain Rothschilds have put it in their prospectus to sell gold family shares. Ah, makes sense. Yeah. So being hawked around the investment, oh, you know, if you want to buy a 10% share of West Ham, by the way, we've got a future permission to go to 68,013. Uh, so that's why. It's it's a uh, sales pitch from Rothschilds okay. uh, to sell the gold or some of the gold family shares. The same, by the way, can be said of the naming rights because if you read certain papers, you would believe that naming rights are going to Allianz and it's a done deal. Well, again, sorry to spoil the 
the uh, illusion. But this is a story planted by the owners, London. Uh, is that not? Is that not true? That, that it's not true. That would be it's bad. Not actually. true. Oh, right, okay. it, I mean, it right. is true. They're interested, but it's not true. Yeah. It's about to happen because West Ham have got the right of veto and have to sign on a fifth off on it. West Ham have not yet, so it's not imminent. The reason this was leaked into the media by the stadium owners, London Legacy uh, Development Corporation, LLDC, is they're about to have a London Assembly meeting where they're going to be grilled by the London Assembly members, including one, Susan Hall. Who mm -hmm. is Susan Hall, I hear you say? She's running for mayor. She's running for mayor. And she's... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fool you movie buffs. Right. She, she has got a bee in a bonnet. She doesn't like West Ham or football, but she's got a bee in a bonnet about naming rights. And she's been taking... She'll get on well Ling with Moyes in if you don't like she's West Ham been football. Yeah, she's been getting on at Lynn Gardner, the yeah. CEO of LLDC, to sell the bloody naming rights because it's a fiasco. So they've leaked it to show ahead of this London Assembly, which is going to be in the next week, that they're doing something about it. But but my sources at club go, yep, Alliance are interested. They're only interested in the football. They could be a future uh, sponsor of the shirts. However, uh, it's not a done deal yet. And they West Ham have the right of veto. West Ham, by the way, believe in their contract. It's not £4 million a year, but they get a 50% split after the first £4 million of the contract. Yeah. So there you go. More, legacy, more uh, controversy, more legal fights over who gets the money from the Navin right. So this one will go on and on. The last story um, about West Ham, well, not last story, but before we move on to players and Moyes, is when we played in Europe, everyone was going, ooh, what's this new sponsor? BW Scores. <laughs> I'm sure you know the answer. It's a loop, it's a loop hole. It's a loop hole. Yeah. Because, and, and then, Betway are not the only people to do this. They've created a free website that gives, guess what? It gives out, Sports scores around the world free of charge just happened to be sponsored by Betway, owned by Betway, and got Betway betting apps all over it. But because it's not actually betting and it doesn't say Betway, they're allowed to put it on. We didn't get paid any more money. It's part of Betway's deal. But it's just a loophole to say, well, it's not a gambling company. It's a results <laughs> company. They've took, they've took that long to think of that then, have yeah, they? I know. I, I've, 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 I think they got the idea of somewhere else because I forget who it has has got a scores app like that. Hmm. Uh, and it's not BW Scores. It's somewhere else. It's Anyway, anywho, um, two other stories. Well, uh, your mate. Um, Sean, Sean, before you move on from that, yeah, you know the um, the story around Rothschilds, you know, obviously hawking out the shares yeah. for um, for the yeah. Gold family for Jacqueline. Yeah. Why is Jacqueline, that... not Jacqueline? Oh, Vanessa. sorry, not Jacqueline. Jacqueline yes, I know. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, why is that happening? Uh, because well, surely uh, is has there been a disagreement over price? Because no. surely she'd be looking to sell to either Gold or Very um, glad you asked me Sullivan, that, Sullivan or Kratinsky. So uh, <laughs> the interesting thing is. So they have uh, it's it's called a, um, a put option. I think it's or a, yeah, I think it's called a put option, where both Kredinsky. Well, first David Sullivan had first refusal as the largest largest um, shareholder. Then Kredinsky, then Trip Smith of any shares, um, and and they were approached, um, but uh, for whatever reason, none of them. Uh, want to uh, change the status quo and take the extra shares. Now, it should be said, out of the 25%, the Gold family are not looking to sell. It's going to be somewhere between 8 and 10%. And there is a reason for that, right? 
Number one, death duty is a due, right? So you have got some inheritance tax. But yeah. for whatever reason, 8% of West Ham shares were owned in a family trust or two family trusts. And the other 17% were a whole held at the time of his death in David Gold's own name, right? That means it's uh, due for inheritance tax, as, as it should be, any assets. Yeah. But there's a rule inheritance tax, which is if it's a family-owned company and the family hold on to it for a certain number of years, you don't have to pay inheritance tax. So the problem is if, if they sold all the 25%, not only would they have to pay capital gains tax on whatever they, 20% of whatever he bought the shares originally, they would have to pay another 40% inheritance tax. But be, but my understanding is the amount in the shares, in, in the trust, in family trusts that have been in their family trust for some time, 8%, can be sold. And that money raised will help pay uh, off the debts for the estate, you know, any inheritance okay. tax. So so that was a long-winded way of saying that. Fair enough. However, my understanding is none of the others want to increase their shareholding. And, and they're happy, and this will tell you a lot, they're happy to get a new investor in. So it shows you they want to, and David Sullivan's always said that, they want to share the investment. This this idea it's that... It's going to become a consortium. We're going to have the is. world's biggest bloody directors. It, it is. And this idea that Kredinsky wants to take over is so far-fetched. Now, does Kredinsky want one day for a big, I know, billionaire to come in and double his money? Absolutely. Does Trip Smith want that? Yes. Would... Um, the gold family stand in the way? Probably not. Would would Sullivan stand in the way? Probably not. But that's where they get their pay, payday when West Ham is valued for a billion or more pounds and they all double their money. Right. Are the shares out of probate yet? No. Well, they're in pro... They are in... Yes. Um, gold shares are out of probate. I think that came in, in March. Uh, Jacklin's, I don't know, are out of probate. Right, okay. There was a will for gold. Jacqueline's a bit. I haven't read whether they're out of probate, but there still is this tax issue on on inheritance tax and capital gains tax. But I, I expect, if cut long story short, I expect to see a new uh, shareholder of work that will come in with about eight percent. That's that's what I expect to see. Maybe ten. Anywho, oh. in the meantime, David Sullivan is selling one of his houses. If you've seen this in Portland Place for eighty yeah. million pound. I thought you were going to say kidney then. <laughs> when he said he was going to sell something, but I think his kidney would be worth eighty million pounds. Well, he then. bought. It, I think he bought it for twenty-seven, and he spent fifty million pound doing it up. <laughs> so, is he only selling it for three million pound gain? I don't know. That that seems is to he, be. Is it? Is he selling it? To it was the shares? place. If did you see the King's Speech? Uh, the film? No. Yes. Oh, yeah, yes, it's yes, yes. it's where it, they film that in there. They used to have sex parties in that, and not not before uh, before Sullivan owned it. They used to have yeah, of course. Cool. That's, oh, yeah. that's how he knows of the yeah, property. Yeah, that's yeah. why I bought it. <laughs> Fuck's sake! I know the place. <laughs> Twenty-one <laughs> bedrooms, thirteen bathrooms, and nine reception rooms. A snip at eighty million in Marrowbone. Um, Kurt Zuma, as you've probably heard by now, uh, I was told just before the game by the club that he had personal uh, family issues. They wouldn't say what it was at the time, but it's now been revealed today that armed robbers broke into his uh, Billericay home, £3 million home. I think it's gated, as, as, as I remember, um, and uh, stole £100,000 of um, jewellery and watches. Cat, cat burglars? 
Well, uh, that's a real. That's really not nice, is it? Come on, Nick. That's that's a bit below the belt. Got, he was in the home as well, wasn't he? He was with his family, so he's a yeah, bit choking up. An Essex police state with he's him. He's a big guy, though, isn't he? Yeah, he's I know. But if, if they're armed, right? What are you going to do yeah. with your family? You're going to, you know. I so... didn't know. So they were armed. It was gated, and they went in there, and he was in there. He was in there. Yeah. Well, and then he, well, I he don't got, know if the stick he got... up. I don't know if he, they were confronted or whether he, he disturbed them and they it's ran It's a fucking off. big house if you don't fucking see in there, isn't it? If you... I think it is a big house from what I've seen. Um, it's a very posh little village just off Billericay if I've got the right one. But um, That makes anyway. it even more insecure when it's gated because once people are in, they can almost do what yeah. they want to a degree. Yeah, I'm sure that, that they, they targeting footballers. Um, yeah. Maybe they thought he'd be away on a it's, Saturday. It's, I thought, it's, it's I thought players stayed at a hotel before a home game. I was... Someone told me that I mean, they often did used to. the players stay together in like Stratford in a hotel. Well, the it night used before. to be Wolfram Abbey, didn't it? Yeah. The Marriott, wasn't it? Yeah, or the Swift, um, wasn't it? Might be a Marriott now, but I think it was the Swift at the time. The Swift hotel. I might uh, be wrong. Well, Don't quote me on Obviously, that. Boeing's back. The others are back. No more sickness. Um, Antonio's on the men. Probably another couple of weeks before we see Antonio. We've missed Antonio, I think. Um, Not as much as he's missed a goal. Um, <laughs> bit on Moyes um, before we go to uh, a little bit exclusive um, I'm told uh, David Moyes no decision will be made before January uh, on an renewal well, Nick so, so when, when you say no decision what does that mean does that mean that so he won't be, be offered a new contract over between now and January that is not on the table. So, so, but is this decision just for if he gets offered a new contract, or is it no? Yes. We've, we've run its course. We're going to let. He's, go. he's not going to be sacked in that period either, right? He's not going to be could sacked. He, could he be sacked post January? Well, uh, I think the powers that be say, let's see how the season goes on. What they've said is, at some point, and I think I've told you this before, that David Sullivan and David Moyes will sit down and have a right. chat about what each other once next season and there will be a frank chat on what do you want Moyes what do you want what do the club does want? it matter what Moyes oh, wants god yeah what, what does it matter what he and wants? and if if they can't agree I think they just shake hands and go well you know that's that's that Sounds and if fade. they can agree um but it will depend on what we are you know as I've said I think where are we with the cup competitions, the free cup competitions? Where are we in the league? And I'm, I'm not saying that they're going to wait to the summer until after the season's finished. But I think we're talking spring before those two sit down. And do, you, do, you, do you know what my prediction would be? If cool. he got, because we're not going to win a cup this year, right, Sean? I know we're in them all, but we're not going to. If they offered him a new contract in January and he got a new contract extension, you would see a massive, massive fall off of season I, ticket holders I, next year. Massive. I don't think we're going to see that. I think we're uh, come to talk to me in spring again, but I, I've been mm. told that no decisions will be made, uh, even though he has got the biggest win percentage of any manager beyond yeah. the caretaker manager in history. I don't have said that, mm -hmm. um, and the biggest points per game of any manager uh, in West Ham history. Did I mention that? Yes, um, yes. I don't think he'd be offered a contract anytime soon. But equally, I don't think it'd be sacked anytime soon. So we're in limbo. I think I think I think it will change, as you know from from Sullivan. It will change week to week. I mean, we know he leaked the story after Brent after Brentford, you know, to Talk Sport. 
and then we win a couple of games and then he's trying to do reversals he's trying to he's trying to sort of reverse reverse the story because I'm not being funny I'm not a, as you know I'm not a Moyes fan but what he did was ridiculous you know a guy who's already struggling if you're going to if you're going to keep him for the rest of this season surely you want to try and make the best out of it to come out and leak that story can only do further damage and 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 further hinder his ability to control these players who are probably going to be thinking because John made a good point yesterday and I think you can see it in the stadium now you, you do you know what I think we're all on gardening leave <laughs> I think we are it's like, it's like we're all on gardening leave we're just waiting for the next phase because this just feels like we're just going through the motions now the players yeah. look like they're, they're, they're doing that on the pitch there's no atmosphere in the stadium there's apathy yeah, the atmosphere ain't been great I must there's, admit but there's apathy but you know what and I've always has said not this. helped that he hasn't he's not helped it the king is dead long live the king I, 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 I can't control who's in charge and um, I will support whichever manager's in charge that, that our board decide who are the right people to be in charge because you're an arslicker that's why yeah not for me okay uh last bit of news and then we go to predictions and then i think no. we go to another episode for for question time oh um, um a little bit of an exclusive uh which means you've got to wait nick before you run this right Cause, uh we've got a little, a little don't get your hopes up nick anyway I've just, I've just scheduled the show as well as we're pablo fornells uh has signed a contract extension now when i say he signed it okay so when when he signed his original contract there was a year option what i don't know is was the option exercised unilaterally by the club or did he have a say in it because it's a similar situation to uh ben johnson where ben johnson obviously wants to leave but but his option was exercised so it could be uh, his one-year option was exercised by the club unilaterally, or it could be uh, it was by you know bilaterally, and it was uh, consented by by Pablo Fornells. But either way, I think it's good news, um, and I think it gives us a little bit longer to see whether we can persuade uh, Pablo Fornells to stay, even if uh, Nick, there's a different manager next season, of course. Well, well if there's a different change. manager next season, and I think that's going to relieve an awful lot of issues. I mean. That's 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 why I think Lem. Would you not say like this year, if if say you get to February, and yeah. you're in no risk. Say you, I don't know. You you might have come. You might have bailed out of the cups. You might be out of the Europa, out of the last sixteen. Yeah. Might be you know you're not in cups anymore. You're not going to do anything in the league. At that point, it's got to be the perfect time to bring a new man uh, manager in because what they've got is they've got the world's longest pre-season going yeah. into the going into the pre-season as well, um, and then you might run the risk of. A lot of players that are falling, uh, sort of disenchanted with Moyes, that we know that there are, um, you can kind of repair some of that damage and, and, and maybe get them to, to commit if you get renew, the right guy Renew in. their season ticket. Yeah, yeah. Really? That'll be the way that they're thinking. Well, if they've got yeah. someone lined up, I'll, I agree, I think they should. If they're not going to get, they've got someone lined up and they don't want to keep him. Yeah. Yes, they should. It, the, it, which is exactly what happened under Allardyce, and they didn't do it, and it was just wasted the fans' life. Didn't they do this with Allardyce in the in the last Allardyce yeah. season? He was doing really well at the start of the yep. season, wasn't he? And then mm. Sullivan, Sullivan released a story that he's not going to be renewed at the end of the year. Yeah, mm. won one game it, after that. Yeah, and it fell it fell off a cliff. Yeah. So it, I, he hasn't even he hasn't even learned from previous mistakes, Sullivan. Well, I don't, I don't think that. Why, why would he tell him he was going early? And that's the other thing. But anyway, well, no. anywho, I'm sure you're going to be. We're going to be asked a few questions on this on on uh, 
question time if you're staying Nick and we're gonna do predictions before saying you can do a quick plug for your, your YouTube channel um, uh, predictions we've got two games one on Thursday against Spurs dirty Spurs away and then uh, Sunday against Fulham away so two away games both London derbies I'm not going to either because I didn't get lucky in the ballot um, we'll start with you as the guest Nick what's your prediction Spurs away, um, Fulham away. I'm going to go pointless. against. I'm going to go a little bit mental on this one. Um, we're playing against Spurs, who uh, look. Logic says they're going to batter us with the way that we've been playing, but I think the way that they play could suit us if we're on a, if we're on our game. If the mm-hmm. Dave, if if we can get the players motivated and we're on our game, the counter attacking game could suit Spurs's high line uh, that they play, and we could get okay. behind them if we've got the players in there. But we I won't think actually we could score. nick it. We could nick it 2-1. 2-1. Uh, and then Fulham. At the um, Craven Cottage. Fulham, I think, will lose. By what? Uh, I'll go 2-1 again. Okay. Fulham. All right. Len, Spurs away. Uh, I don't think our defence is playing well enough to even think about getting a, a win at Tottenham. Okay. But, uh, I'm going to go for a 1-0. Okay. And Fulham? Again, I think I might go for 1-0. Okay. Exactly the same sir. Well, I'm going to be really simple and go 1-0. 1-0, 1-0, 1-0. Of course you are. Uh, uh, yeah, because that's what I do, right? Uh, yeah. And we're, we're trying to win our own Super 6, which, uh, of course, John's already won. So what's the Yeah, because he nailed least, the result again. At least he gets two two we can't he can't even score at because he's not <laughs> in. He's at Batlins. Um, right. Uh, do your quick plug, uh, Nick. Are you, are you joining us for the next episode for question time? Um, he has to because they've asked him questions. Oh. I'd have asked me questions. Oh, well, I'm going to have to then. It'd be very yeah. likely not to. Okay. Um, uh, yes, look, Nick, uh, I'm, I'm Nick. Uh, we, we run a YouTube channel from Claret and Booze. Um, yeah, come and look us up if, you, uh, if you're if you not irritated by my tone. Come and have a little look. It's, it's, all, um, it's, all, it's all West Ham-centric. So, and they've uh, got some all, non-crazy if, if you, people, if you're, I will they? say They've got non-crazy people that talk some sense on your yeah. channel, oh. haven't they? Gary, you, I will say uh, it's the most entertaining... YouTube channel. Who do you have? About. have Gary and. Is, we got Gary. We, we got Gary's my brother. We got John, my mate. Um, and we got I thought Mickey he left. as well. Did he come back a, again? Uh, who's, a, who's a new addition. And Who is? Look, we, do, we do phone in shows as well called Talk Hammers. So we, we, we open up the phone lines. People can phone in on a, on a Sunday night. So yeah. yeah Where's your female quota in all this? You know? Um, yeah, we haven't ticked that box yet. <laughs> Excellent. Have we ever had a female on this no, podcast? No, we should. We should. We should tick that box. Uh, we should get our pronouns. Um, I've been Sean, and Nick has been Nick, and Led has been privately coughing. Okay, come on, you irons! Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast. Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.